This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. Hey, man. You guys got any weed? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode, episode 19 to be specific of the middle-aged cool kids super terrific podcast featuring your pals Zubin Meda and Itzhak Perlman oh I see Zubin Meda and you Itzhak might want to be Zubin Meda why uh why why Zubin Meda because as Itzhak to... Perlman yeah. is a Jew oh okay I I have no problem with Jews I don't know what Zubin Meda is but Probably I don't think he's a Jew. Cla- I don't. I never met a man named Zubin that I didn't like. I never met a man named Zubin at all. Okay. But I do know that he rhymes with Tubin Tomato. Oh, okay. Well, there is some nifty information you might all need Which one day. Which leads me to my next. Oh. Tubin uh, Tomato in a Tube dot com. Tomato in a Tube dot com. It's going to revolutionize the tomato. The tomato in a tube. Zubin made his tomatoes. Dot com. Why? Uh, if I were okay. a store owner mm-hmm. and a restaurant owner, ah. I'd have the Zubin made a tomato special. Would Actually, it, I just call it the Zubin. It would be a tomato Reuben. I, I see. Perhaps prior to the show, did you have I a had little? A little Dubin. <laughs> Okay, that's where you went. All right, well, uh, Dave and I watched a movie today, and I said, okay, you ready for the podcast? And he said, just give me a half hour. And uh, silly me, I thought he had shit to do. I had to take the Cadillac to uh, 145th Street in Amsterdam and get a nickel bag. Okay. Of a brown seedy weed. Well, there you go. It happened to be ten times the size of the same brown seedy weed you would get in the village if you were brave enough to go to Harlem. You could get three times as much weed. And well, then you're and rewarded what, for your trip. And, and what else do you live for but more weed? Anywho, so uh, look forward to more uh, revelating, uh, revelational, re- what is it? Revelations? Revelations. Deep Thoughts with Chuck Handy or whatever the fuck it was? I think it was Jack Handy. Jack Handy. But That's like Jack Reacher. Zubin. Who could reach for a handy. Zubin, Mater, Tomato. Mater. Meta. Alpha Meta. Tomato. Zubin. Okay. This is also something I have to deal with every day. So, well. This is how you stay young. Uh huh. All right. Is that why I'm uh, old beyond my years? No. Oh. You're on the receiving end, so you're staying young too. I see. I see. Well, thank you, I guess. Uh, 
Anyway, today uh, we're going to try and review a movie. I'm not sure how, uh, <coughs> if Dave is going to be able to stick. Oh, I can stick right with it. Okay. I got some observations into this movie. We haven't even said any, what the movie is yet, David. Yeah, this fucking pile of crap. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, Are we okay. starting? Okay. Is this uh, thing on? <laughs> yes. Is that Dolly Parton or two bald guys? Okay. Boom. Dave? Eh? I don't know what you're even referring to. There's nothing on the screen. Oh, it's like bad humor, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm... Is this thing on leads me to, you know, two bald guys jokes. Ah, dad jokes. If your dad was a great stand-up comedian All right. in the 60s. Okay, last week was comedians. This week... Oh, I forgot to give a nod to the best black comedian, uh-huh. Frank Ajay. Franklin Ajay. Well, why wouldn't he be Franklin? Ajay. Every black guy's named Franklin. Apparently. Which leads to today's movie review, exactly. please. That's what I was getting to. Okay. I'm two steps ahead. No, no. One step back. Okay. That means I'm right here. Today's today's movie re- review, I guess it's already in the title, so they already know, but Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yes. It is uh, the second movie in, uh, I guess I'll, I'll call it a reboot. I won't call it a comeback, but I would call it a, a, a soft reboot. A reboot. Okay. Um, and you have claimed that you have not seen the first one. I saw the first one. It was called Jurassic Park. It came no. out like 25 years yes, ago. Yes, all right. The first, oh. okay. The first one in the new series. Oh, oh, I see. Did you... I did not see it. I don't believe that to be true. You think I saw it? I think we watched it in uh, Lake Arrowhead, California. Unbelievable. I've never been there in my life. Well, Get off of my lawn. I owned a house you there. You socialists. I owned a house there, so perhaps you visited me there all the time. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom... Uh, out on uh, DVD and streaming uh, very soon. <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. You're a sick world, man. Uh, so, right off the bat, uh, when I said uh, we're going to watch Jurassic World, uh, you asked me if Pratt, Pratt, Pratt was in it. Yes. So Somehow I had gotten wind of Chris Pratt being in it. Well, you you're you've you've got the right wind because clearly he was in it. All right. We both like Chris Pratt. I like everything Chris Pratt's been in, even Anna Faris. Boom. Okay. I guess we're getting filthy Dave I'll today. Be, I'll be performing in Charlotte next week. That's if she lets me. Okay, David. <laughs> David. <laughs> okay. He's, he's laughing and snorting at himself. Um, anyway, uh, my apologies to Anna Faris, a lovely young lady. Um, anyway, uh, so we both like Chris Pratt. We've liked him in Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxies. Uh, I've liked him in this. And, of course, um, 
Dave's all-time favorite show, Everwood. Oh, yeah, I was a big fan of uh, Everwood and Treat Williams. Is where we were introduced to... uh, And, of course, Jennifer Jason Lee. Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt. Okay. I, I don't, you, Chris you, Pratt okay. has never, he doesn't, that guy doesn't, uh, he just doesn't age. He's ageless, that Chris Pratt. He's awesome, isn't he? I like Chris Pratt. That's the one reason I like this movie is Chris Pratt. Pratt, Pratt, and, Pratt. And uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Obligatory Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum has been in every Jurassic Park movie. Look, I'm just going to tell you right now. All right. This movie is not as good as uh, that space movie he was in. Was that Passenger or something? Oh, Passengers? Yeah, it's better. The one with uh, Jennifer Lawrence? It's a better movie. You like you like that movie? Well, there's actual acting in it. Oh, okay. That movie, you know, I feel like that movie could have been played out as a as a Broadway play. You oh. don't need any of the special effects. Just uh, just the script alone, I think, could carry it. Wow. Now this movie. Uh huh. The only thing that this movie can carry is a left wing agenda. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't so very buried, was it? At one point, they referred to the uh, scientist chick as a nasty woman. Yes. Okay, now that's just stupid. And you know what else is stupid? What? The, the hero of the thing is called Blue. Well, he wasn't called Red, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's no coincidence. As well as Avatar. You think they were blue for just because they were blue? Uh-huh. They were blue because they weren't red. That's true. They were not red. I, I the The... The little bit of uh, social justice anti-Trump uh, piece that really, really annoyed me is when they were like, uh, they were describing the, um, the predator. Uh, oh, the health care line? The predator um, dinosaur as like a super predator or something. Or not a super predator, but just like the, the, the worst predator in the, in the world or something. And then they had the doors open... And it was it, it was a shot right out of the Republican uh, <coughs> National Committee. Um, I missed that. Well, you remember when Trump walked out on stage and it was like he was walking out and there was he was backlit and there oh, was like all Godzilla this white smoke. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and he and he cut this great silhouette. Well, they did that with the dinosaur. Ladies and gentlemen, please be warned. This is the perfect blend of the two most dangerous creatures that have ever walked the earth. We call it the Indoraptor. Oh, well, this is what I'm saying, though. At one point... I know the, the nasty woman comment. No, and also they go, oh. uh, the, predator, the uh, dinosaur's lifespan is, uh, you know, 20 years, but with proper health care, it could be five times that. Yeah. Uh, health care. That's a trigger word. You know what else is a trigger? The dinosaurs were a symbolism for illegal aliens. Yo, you think so? Yeah, and how out of nowhere we're just supposed to feel insane empathy and sympathy towards these things, and we're supposed to just disrupt our life and save them. I'm with Chris Pratt. No. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to let him die. Yeah. And, And that's even before you realize that he raised them, if you hadn't seen the earlier one. Right. Once again, Thanos, let's just end this. <laughs> you, you know what? For a movie you didn't like, you really did love when Thanos decided just like to end half of the reasons. people. I like it for I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm like the opposite of Kid Rock and a, and a brothel. I'm the opposite of Kid Rock in a brothel. 
I don't says, uh, he says something about, you know, start escort service for all the right reasons. Oh, I see. Which makes no reason, no sense at all. You leave Kid Rock alone. I'm a big fan. And one day, one day I'll go on that Kid Rock cruise, I tell you, because I, I have seen so many pictures of that cruise that he has every year. And those people look like they are having the most motherfucking fun time ever. What time, at what point does Kid Rock become man smooth jazz? Maybe he never does. I'm man jazz. He's not man jazz. He's kid rock. I play flute. He's a flautist. He's a flautist. Kid rock and his dad man jazz. Listen. Okay. This is a problem right now. Oh, speaking of man jazz. One of jazz, us is not I high as a kite. Say, oh, okay. uh, my problem, I had, you know, uh-huh. I was thrown for a loop because oh. uh, that whole Roy Purdy thing. Oh, from, okay. I, I was expecting. Yes. A middle-aged Thanks, black Pete jazz musician. Yes, because you Pete. thought it was the brother of Bernard Purdy? Yeah, I just All assume right. anyone with the last name Purdy is going to be a, like a very soulful black guy because of Bernard Purdy. So you thought Roy Purdy was just Bernard Purdy's I was expecting like a, you know, a fusion musician or something. Especially like that. since it came from Pete. Some like whiz musician. but Because Pete is a whiz musician, you thought Pete was going to ask you to see a whiz musician. Yeah. And then when you watched it, I believe... I believe you were enraged. Well, I was at the end of a... Uh, I wasn't in a great mood at the moment. Anyway, okay, wait. Are you now on Team Roy Purdy? No, I just I probably should see it with, with, uh, with less uh, clouded vision. Dave, your vision is always clouded. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's, sometimes you know. it smells really dank, too. Shush. Oh, sorry. Um, look... We anyway. are okay. So, are you saying that maybe in the near future, I might give it another look. You'll give Roy Purdy another chance. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Pete. He's not. We haven't lost him yet. I mean, I, I don't have any strong feelings about Roy Purdy, uh, YouTube sensation, skater, rapper, um, Chris Barron, dance dancer, but uh, you know, I, I certainly wasn't enraged by him. I just went like, ah, that's a goofy kid. He's having some fun. Good for him. But Dave was, you know, Dave was ready to, to protest in front of Roy Purdy's house, I believe. All right. Back to this damn movie. Back to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. How many cliches can we pack into one uh, movie? Um, you mean the anti-conservative cliches or just other ones? Uh, well, how about the one where the... Uh the corrupt army guy who's in charge of overseeing the project is actually evil. Ted uh, how Levine. original is that? Yeah, well, that's that's another anti-conservative, you know, the army's bad. That's some Jurassic, fu- I mean, that's some fucking uh, Avatar shit, too. I'm surprised James Cameron didn't have his hand in this. I mean, they it, honestly, they all basically have the same, This. I mean, this has been the same... Was it always like this, or are we just realizing it now that we realize it? The army, let me tell you something. In, in movies, the army, yes, since the 70s, I'm, I'm going to say right around World War II, um, the army was the greatest thing ever. We had our army heroes. We had a whole bunch of uh, army wars up until up until maybe MASH, you know, Um Maybe a little before that, I, I I was I didn't look up army movies, but there are then the new wave of directors came in, the new wave of screenwriters came in. It's not just army movies; it's all movies. A no, lot I mean of where it's <clears throat> where where army or the government are the big bads. I don't did, did I, you know did Hot Tub Time Machine have a political agenda? I don't think so. I thought it was just funny. 
I, I mean, I guess I'd have to go back and watch it. I don't think it did, but who knows? Who knows what they're burying in there? But, uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> the army-type guys were bad, and uh, which is, you know, is something that's in that's geez, almost every it's movie so these days. I mean, it's just ridiculous. There's no inventiveness there. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of bringing in a child as some sort of plot point either, and uh, a lot of movies do that as well. Uh, I feel like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like you br- you bring a kid in, and, and all of a sudden, I that mean... kid's got some eyebrows to contend with. I'll just put it, I'll just tell you that. Well... She gives Brooke Shields a run for the money. <laughs> Let me just, uh, spoiler alert... Your wife has never ever plucked her eyebrows because of Brooke Shields. Uh, we were you have naturally up. fine eyebrows. They're you're, not, you're not fine. Your eyebrows I are have... not bushy like Brooke Shields' vagina. Why do you never, know? We should have never known about. Why do you know about that? I don't know because I went to school in the same town as her. Okay. Next time, no weed till after the show. Whoa, whoa, relax. Dude, I can't. You Look at you. You're talking about Brooke Shields' vagina. Well, I'm just saying, if the shades matches the curtain, she's got a bushy shade. Well, I've got a bushy shade. Whoa, there, I said wait, it, everybody. Relax. Welcome to me. Bushy, bushy, bushy. Now stop it, or I'm going to reveal more things about myself. Ooh, now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> Cut it out. Anywho, um... So I'm just, you know, the Jurassic Park movies have always had kids involved. Um, so I'm not, you know, that's fine that they're involved, but they're never like the main thing. I mean, you always want to rescue the kids or whatever, but this was a this was a, a, a more of a plot point than uh, other times. And she did have uh, generous eyebrows, but she was a very lovely little girl. Um, so I I don't uh, it's that's fine yeah but you know what now that we're talking about like physical appearances I'm sorry but in the first couple minutes Bryce Dallas Howard had me completely riveted to the screen because holy shit she has man hands and you only have to watch the first I don't know two or three minutes of the movie. Because they they have her on a cell phone. They should have picked a way bigger cell phone. Because in her hands, the cell phone looked like it was... It looked like her arm wasn't attached to her body and that they had used a, a man's stunt She should hand. have been on a landline. She looked like she had John Gacy's hand. She had. It looked like she had Tony Robbins' sausage fingers. Banana she, fingers. Banana fingers. Uh, what was Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. It was so absurd, and she's got this tiny cell phone, and maybe it wasn't a tiny cell phone. Maybe it was an iPhone 10. I don't fucking know. But her big, sausage, meaty banana fingers were manhandling it, and holy fuck. I haven't been that obsessed about a woman's hand in movies since Kim Basinger in that uh, Batman movie, you know, a gazillion years ago, because her hands were also terrible. But, I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard... She may have the meatiest man hands in in Hollywood, and I Don't look dare at you too to go closely. Look. That's all I'm saying because she looks like Ron Howard with makeup on. She and doesn't a wig. look to me. She doesn't look anything like Ron Howard. Yeah. But you know what? Looks like Opie when he was a kid. It looked like she, it looked like, and I'm not body shaming uh, at all. But Clinton it looked Howard. like shush. It looked like they were trying to hide uh, a little bit of a weight gain situation. Uh, if you watch this. 
As an editor, uh, I watch stuff uh, with an eagle eye uh, for weird shit like man hands and uh, interesting angles uh, that are covering for other things. And um, they had, I mean, at one point she's running, they have a, like a really, really, really wide shot and he's running, she's running behind them and then there's like another person running behind them. And if you look and compare during that running scene, her and Chris Pratt, they're like exactly the same size. So I was, they were really hiding that. And I mean, what's, who cares? Who cares how big she is? It didn't, it doesn't matter, but it was, it, it was very clear that they were hiding it. Why do you think she has three names and none of them have anything to do with a woman? She's Bryce, clearly a man. Dallas Howard. She's not a man. Well, what the hell's Bryce? What kind of name is that? Who names a kid Bryce? Well, you know, there's a character named Bryce Campbell in Plagued Book One. The I just don't who understand who would name their kid Bryce. Uh, I don't know. It's I mean, who cares? What is it? Irish? What? What is Bryce? I, I don't would, know. I, it's, I mean, I understand. You know, Irving. And maybe it's a family John. name. John. Maybe Rice? it's a family name. I don't know. I had never heard that name in that family before. That's a public well, family. Who, no, you don't, I don't, you don't know everything there is to know about the Howard family. Once you take a look at Clint Ford, you, you've seen all you need to know. Okay. I love Clint Howard. Clint Howard, probably my favorite of the Howards. Agreed? Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know much about the, the father, Howard. He was a good director, I think. Producer, filmmaker. All right. Well, maybe he was. I mean, who's your favorite pen? The dead one, the singer, or the father, or Sean. Everybody loves Sean Penn until he opens his mouth. Then everybody hates Sean Penn. I like him as Spicoli. I don't like him as some fucking left-wing lunatic. He is. Well, this, this is the problem with some of these actors, or all of them, who the fuck knows, is that, you know, they're really good. And uh, when you're really good, you get the leeches attached to you and uh, you start thinking that you, you might be beyond good and you might be godlike and then you start living some crazy life wow. and you start telling people how they should vote, you know? So, I mean, it's... Uh, he's good. He's a good actor. He's a, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. No doubt about it. But I don't, I don't give a shit what he has to say about yes. anything, really. Yeah. I mean, uh, whatever. So, after this, after the movie was over, you were uh, calling it some names. So you would you, what was it about this movie that was so cliche? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Everything we just discussed. I'm just trying the, to get uh, us back the, to the movie, Dave. The uh, the absurdly evil army guy. Yeah. Uh, the fact that how he got killed, when he got killed, that scene, yeah. totally predictable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that the little girl pushes the button when no one else does to let out the dinosaurs, totally Spoiler predictable. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. You know, the movie was not very good. It's it, not a good movie. It's not a very good movie. And you know, the thing that weirded me out was that the the whole clone issue for her was really out of uh, out of nowhere. Like I feel like they yeah, didn't foreshadow it. So when they don't foreshadow something um, in the finished product, it makes me think. Well, yeah, they foreshadowed it, but it got cut out. 
I feel like ridiculous. there was probably a scene or or so or something in there that let us know that uh, the little girl was in fact a clone. Spoiler alert. Well, the only thing that let us know was when they uh, showed the picture that <laughs> they, was in the grandfather's book. Yeah, but she could have just really looked like her. Yeah. I mean, I've seen... Look, if you go on Reddit long enough, you'll see, you know, people put side-by-side -side pictures of them and their grandfathers, there's their, their, them and their mothers, and they look exactly alike. So that... I've seen so many of those, and I mean exactly, you know. Was that the father from Family Ties? No. <laughs> No, it's the one from Star Trek First Contact. The grandfather? Yes. He's uh, Cromwell. Star Trek First Contact. Uh, and uh, the one from, uh, he was also in L.A. Confidential. What was in the ball and the cane? DNA of a dinosaur? It was, I think, the original amber that they got the first. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh I don't know if it was dinosaur or mosquito. So how many original? How many Jurassic Parks were there before they rebooted it? There was two or three. I think there were three Jurassic Parks. Jurassic Park in 1993 was the first one with Sam Neill and Laura Dern, and then uh, there was the Lost World Jurassic Park, starring Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore in 1997. Goldblum's not in the first one. Goldblum, I believe, is in the first one. Yes, he's third lead in the first one. See, Jurassic Park, the first one, was so impressive because of the special effects, and that was like a new thing to see something like that. It was stunning. Yeah, but now that's just completely lost, and although that was, uh, it was well done, I didn't feel like it was overly CGI'd in terms of like distracting me. Which one, the first one? Just this one. The, oh, the new one, Fallen yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, this one was wasn't bad. I feel like CGI uh, wise. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Infinity Wars is way worse. Well, really, what what did you do not? Like? I don't know. It's just all it was everywhere. All bullshit. Yeah, there's just way too much. It, it over. It's it's the it's the star. It's a it's a star in the show, basically. Yeah, right? when people get thrown around in this movie, they tend to die, which is more realistic. Right. Well, there are, they are supposed to be gods and demigods and superheroes in Infinity War, so... Hmm. Well, throw that in with a time machine and all bets are off. All bets... Yeah. I mean... I mean, how can you, how dude, can you as, have empathy for anyone when there's a time machine and, and, and gods? Yeah. I mean, in Infinity Wars, as soon as there was a time, a time machine of any kind... As soon as any movie mentions there's a time machine... Then you know everything you're about to see is bullshit. I mean, even Deadpool 2, when they had that, that uh, time machine thing, uh, you knew that shit was going to, you know, change at some point. Right. Even if it was during the credits. Yeah, it seems like a, a crutch. I mean... Unless it's well thought out. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I, I love a good uh, time travel movie... Like, say, a Back to the Future where shit gets fucked up and they have to go back and try to fix it. And they just don't fix it perfectly. But when, when it's always used to save somebody from dying, that gets a little mm -hmm. old. That's a little uh, old. My favorite's Time After Time. Time After Time. Is that the Jack the Ripper one? Yes, Malcolm McDowell and Mary Steenburgen. They met on the set and got married after that movie. 
Is that are they still married? They are not. That's right. She's with she's with Ted Danson. Ted Danson around the fact that he used to be with Whoopi. Well, Whoopi, as she's Ted Danson on that one. Yeah, uh, I am a big fan of Mary Steenburgen. I believe she is uh, an America sweetheart. I like her. I have I I think she's adorable. Anyway, uh, and I don't follow her on Twitter, so I don't know what her politics are. So. I'm sorry. Not a huge Ted Danson fan, personally. Um, why? I don't know. He strikes me as being a uh, not too far off from his character on Cheers. So let me ask you this: Desert Island, you and one other dude. Is it Ted Danson or Jay Moore? <laughs> uh, Jay Moore, I think. All right. Well, there you go. We are we are slowly. Slowly coming back to the realization that Jay Moore is awesome. Would be a drag after a while. I don't think he would pull his weight. Pull his weight? How? You mean? I don't know. You know, he'd be like, "Uh, "Can you uh, can you make breakfast this morning for us?" You know that kind of shit. Oh, I. I, I, You go grab those coconuts. Uh, My back's hurting me. I'm like seventy years old. You know that kind of shit. Dude, I I gotta tell you, I think Jay Moore would do the same. I think anybody would do the same. I think they'd say, look, I'll be your entertainment monkey, but you've got to do the work. Well, at least Jay Moore would have voices. There you go. There you go. See? Jay Moore. Awesome. Uh, So, the first one was in 93. The second one with Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore was 97. The third one with Sam Neill and William H. Macy was in 2001. That's insanity. I forget how that one goes. That one goes. No one cared because it was 9-11. Oh, you know what? That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, and then this, the new one, uh, the first one with Chris Pratt, 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 and Bryce Dallas Howard was 2015. This one, 2018. And Jurassic World 3 coming at you in 2021. They are pitiful. So pitiful. Revamping this crap over and over again. So uninventive. Un- I mean, just milking it. Yeah, but don't, I mean, when you were little, even before there was a Jurassic Park, I, Lo- Land of the Lost, I mean, as a kid, I always loved dinosaurs. That's cool. Come up with one then. But not just continuing this bullshit. Come up with a, a new dinosaur movie. Uh, you're telling me that of all these people who write in Hollywood, there's not a script that's been denied about dinosaurs and that they're going with this instead? I wouldn't doubt they, uh, they took ideas from one of those skips, scripts and just wrote it into the next Jurassic Park. I mean, okay. Fuck them. Let me t- <laughs> but, I mean, since, since dinosaurs have been extinct for quite a while, the only way you could bring them back here and now would be through some cloning or the time machine and some sort of transporter. But the cloning seems like a more realistic air quotes mm-hmm. so i mean what how many what what else could you do i don't know do you want a dinosaur race of of t-rexes driving rockets into our atmosphere i just think they should let it alone until someone comes up with something good michael Crichton's not around anymore he made the first one it's uh-huh. gone it's over boom boom why is why aren't they making 10 uh from Berkeley, from Boston to Berkeley remakes. Why, why aren't they doing that? That's another thing you did. Why not, why not that? Because it's not, the first one wasn't very good at all. 
this is not good enough to warrant 10 movies. All right. Well, it's not. Okay. It really isn't. Dave has spoken about this. He does not want any more. So when the next one comes around, I will probably watch it if I'm still around. Shush. If the Lord hasn't taken me, I will uh, watch it and I will not include you in that. I don't know. We'll see. Fucking Jurassic Park. Well, why don't we just have a fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit reboot, you idiots? Uh, there might be, actually. There uh, might be one of those in the... Yeah, and, you know, and 40-year-old men are going to take it seriously. I don't know what that means. It means it's not worth the time of day. Well, why, don't we, you know, why don't we just make Batman the Broadway play? <laughs> Batman the musical. They had, they had Spider-Man. Spider-Man, oh, the God. Broadway play. It's so stupid. Remember There's no people culture. Getting There's hurt no on intelligence. That? No one knows how to read anymore. That's true. No one knows how to write. Have you read an article online? How many fucking typos are there? Typos, bad grammar. He's a fortunate son. Oh, because you just wrote, he's a fortune son. <laughs> fucking idiots. Uh-huh. I mean, how often? How much? Every day, apparently. Ridiculous. Why? Technology is that good that we can't spell anymore? They, well, that's the thing. They have spell check, and the spell check, the spell check doesn't check to see if it's the right word. Spell check is supposed to be a middle school education. Yeah, I have spell, spell check turned off on my phone because I, I don't want a device telling me how to spell. Don't like that. It's weird. It's all part of the dumbing down. And, I'm against uh, protesting, but I don't know how to ta- how to what is. Oh, uh, I don't know, Dave. That was last week. Huh? What are they gonna do? You, what's it gonna do? Wave magic wand? Okay. He he, uh, he did in fact have a magic wand. It seems. Um, so I I get the feeling that even though you agreed to do a podcast about Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World. You don't really want to talk about it anymore. No, I, well, I'm talking about Remember it. that time we did a it's podcast and you're like, that's all I, I don't want to say anymore about this movie? Yeah, because that movie was whack. What movie was it? I don't it? even know what the fuck it was. I don't know what it was either, but you were just like... Oh, I know what it was. What? It was, the, it was about John Gotti. Oh. The Gotti story. Gotti. And all of a sudden, I'm putting down gangsters. The next thing you know, uh-huh. I'm floating in the river. Yes. That's that's right. Everybody who said anything bad about the Gotti movie, God damn it! If you haven't noticed, they're all gone now. They are. They're, they're you saw that guy? He's his kitty hit. Boom. Well, that guy. Look, that guy. You don't. You don't hit someone's child, kill the child, and then within a week or two have a big backyard party as if everything's okay with the world. That's true. You're uh, you're stupid for doing that, and you get what you deserve, basically. Boom. I mean, honestly, what the <clears throat> that's hell? That's why I married an Italian. That's right. No, that's me. Why? What? Why? Because we believe in vigilante justice? Yeah, you got some common sense. Yeah. Come on. Don't be stupid. So, uh, I just wanted to tell you about uh, how much money Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom made. Worldwide, $1.3 billion. billion. That's a waste of money. It's not a waste of money, but the funny thing is, 
Because it's not a waste of money because it cost $170 million to make. Look, man. Uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> How much of that is in American money? I was just about to tell you that. $415 million domestic, $886 million foreign. So, All right. Well, if we had used just a, a quarter of that money mm-hmm. to, uh, to help these immigrants, uh, we could have united uh, uh, the kids with their parents. Oh. Okay. They could have been back with their parents already instead yes. of being raped in them goddamn systems. All right. Okay. Anyway, or we could have used it to build the wall. Um, so it, it, it did way better in the foreign markets. You know, it used to be that, uh, well, this is the thing also. Reasons why we don't necessarily like movies are, could be because of the China influence on them. Movies have to be very specific to be even um, considered to, to play in China. So there's, you know, no sex at all. Um, there's no sex in the champagne room no. in China. There's, there's, it's, it's, very, it's very specific. Uh, and if you see that a movie has a big uh, foreign take, then it was... It was made specifically uh, for here and for China. I mean, that's just the way it is. If you start looking at movies that did really well in China, you'll start seeing that they just all have, you know, a lot of things in common. Um, and one of them is no Richard Gere. One of them is no Richard Gere. Uh, no, one of them is, I mean, it could be no Richard Gere, but one of them is the no, no sex of any kind. Not implied, not anything. So uh, that's ridiculous. She gives him one kiss, one kiss, and uh, what's happening is that China, in addition to saying, "Well, if you're going to have this movie and you want it to play over here, it has to, uh, you know, not put China in a bad light. Uh, no sex." Um, limited swearing maybe but the other thing is is that China is also getting involved in the production of movies so they're even uh, involved before the movie is out so when you get when you get their money uh, in the mix then they have even more control and you'll get a movie like um I know, was it one of the triple X's? I think it was the last triple X that I saw. You, or, or even the, uh, the Baywatch movie. Mm. You'll, you'll see that those movies are ridiculously clean. Ridiculously clean. So that might be an, another reason. Um, uh, I mean, they, they ruined Iron Man 3 with, with their crazy China nonsense. Um, they really get involved and uh, it it changes everything so I think it's just the way of it the way of it for now I don't think you're any movie that you're going to watch that's also going to be able to be to play over there is not going to be amazing it's just it can't be amazing why wouldn't they just have the Chinese version because of online and streaming and whatever Plus, that's so awfully expensive. Then you're asking to make two movies, maybe, you know. 
you're it's extra shooting, extra pay, extra insurance. Mm-hmm. It's it's just too long. Extra editing. You, I mean, maybe one day they'll do it. Maybe they'll say, you know what, it's not worth it. Let's budget another eighty million just to uh, Chineseify this movie. But still, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to happen. These these companies, Universal, could always say no. We don't care if it plays at your in your uh, in your country. So it's not, you know what I mean. The Chinese are saying, hey, if you want it to play here, here are your options. These these money grubbing uh, studio execs could always say no. Uh uh-uh. uh, don't want to ruin the integrity of the movies. But they don't because they don't care. No, they don't really care. It's Why not they art. Care? Yeah, they just want the money. They want the bottom line. That's uh, that's the way it is. So uh, there you go. So what about movies that are made like in uh, Europe and England and stuff? Do they get money from China too, or they're not? They're less reliant on that. China is supporting mostly Hollywood. I think I think China likes the big blockbusters. The big block, and and you know the funny thing is, is when you watch the Chinese shows or the Chinese movies, they they adhere to their their rules in a much smoother way, in a much more artistic way. It's mm-hmm. very easy for them because it's the, their rules. Like you can watch a Chinese show, right, or a Chinese movie, you know, say House of Flying Daggers, and it's just beautiful. Or even uh, Crouching Tiger, was it Hidden, Dra- Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger? Mm-hmm. Chinese movies are are flawless in, in their design because they've been at it for so long. But then when you try to mix that with our, our sensibilities and our love of action and certain things, uh, it, it doesn't mesh 100% well. And so it, it, a lot of times it comes out, eh, that movie wasn't so great. You know, and you just you just don't know why specifically. I mean, this one had a lot of social justice warrior uh, shit in it. You know, the the nasty woman thing was so absurd. Toby Jones was in this movie. To- See, and you love Toby Jones. Yeah, he was very good. Toby Jones is always very good. You know what he's really good in? Everything. Toby Jones. Yeah, he's he's good at everything Toby Jones is in. I'll take him in the Detectorists. The uh, the situation drama comedy from England. Yes. Uh, created by that weird looking guy who did something else that I can't remember. <laughs> so that's really vague. It couldn't be more vague. That really weird looking guy who did something else I can't remember. Was he another English guy? Yeah, he's, he co stars in The Detectorists, which is that English show that I've watched. And. Uh, he looks like a junkie or something, but he's like the creative brilliance behind that and also something else. You see him in it and you're almost like, oh, why is this guy in this? He's kind of weird looking. Mackenzie Crook. And then you realize, yeah, he's the guy he created. Is he weird looking? Well, he's just the other lead. Yeah, yeah. Is he weird looking? Is he weird looking? I mean, that is <laughs> not very nice. Come on, he's a little, he looks like, uh, he looks like uh, Macaulay Culkin after like a binge. You are something. 
Let's see what we have seen him in. He has been in a Shaun of the Dead or something. He's oh, is that who he is? Is it? I'm not sure. Something he's been in something that you, that you'd be surprised of. He's been in Game of Thrones. He's been in Almost Human, which I've saw. Ordinary Lies, Detectorist, Britannia, Watership Down. Uh, no, no Shaun of the Dead. I don't see Shaun of the Dead. When is oh, that? He was in the, oh, no, that's what... It, why would I think... What does this have to do with that? He's in the English version of The Office. Oh, okay. <laughs> he plays... Uh, I think he plays... Dwight. Mm, is it Dwight or does he play... Uh, yeah, is that what it is? I mean, they don't have the same names. I think it's Dwight. That's I think funny. he's the Dwight equivalent. And he seems to have been in all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Well, there you go. Or so of the Caribbean. Way more successful than I would have known. So I'm going to now go to uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, I would like you to tell me what you think their Rotten Tomatoes score is from the critics and then from the people. Uh, I'd say the people give it a uh, 7.6. And it's, I'll okay, say it's the... Uh, 0 to 100. Huh? 0 to 100. I'd say the critics give it a 76 and the people give it a 68. So you think the critics would have liked Jurassic yes. World Fallen Kingdom more yes. than the people? I do. The critics gave it a 49, and the audience gave it a 53. Yeah. Uh, do we have a time machine? Because I want to correct something. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry. We do not have a... This is not the time machine episode of the middle-aged so, kids. So, they just... Everyone thinks it's not very good. Yeah. I mean, basically, everyone thinks it's not very good, yet it's still made $1.3 billion worldwide, so... The people who don't think it's very good, I can tell you that the people who made the movie don't give a flying fuck if you think it's good or not. They just are looking at that number, and they made money, and there's another one on the way, and uh, I don't think they're going to do anything to fix it for you. It's a shit fest. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's like I a didn't, conveyor belt of shit. There were some moments that were like, ha-ha, funny... But, uh, you know, there was the annoying uh, jabs at conservatives, and then there was the uh, the kid as plot point. I just don't like it. reminds me of when all those sitcoms would bring in a, a new child ah. to try and give it new life. Oliver. Oliver or uh, Seven on, a, uh, on Married with uh, Children. They all would, you know, somebody would have a kid and that, that would be like, oh, okay, here, here we go. Because it usually derails, it derails the real. Why don't they just bring back a small wonder and then make like 10 versions of that? Ugh. 10, the small wonder 10. Only one person I know would be happy about that. <laughs> Same guy who gave uh, Glenn Scarpelli the finger. That's right. KBC. Uh-huh. Uh, so. A fine taste. <laughs> Speaking of that, I've just received a uh, an important message on Twitter as we were talking. Glenn Scarpelli loves you. He loves you? Oh, I thought that's what it would say. No. Just don't don't say be it. alarmed. Glenn Scarpelli is watching. Don't be alarmed. Glenn Scarpelli is at the front door. 
Glenn Scarpelli just called from inside the house, and he's under the bed. The call is coming from inside Scarpelli. Anyway, he swallowed his phone. Listen, I got this as a private message from Mark Levitt, wow. a.k.a. Wiggy Bloogie the on tons. Twitter. <laughs> he says, I hope your tunnels is okay. He says, hey, Shecky. I just had my wife contact Glenn Scarpelli on Facebook. <laughs> she wanted to see if he'd be into being in any of our short films. Here's his response. Aw, that's so sweet. I'm not in New York much these days, but one never knows. You're sweet to think of me. Oh, shit. Maybe I'm going to bleep out her name just in case. I would have had her mention the double middle finger episode you mentioned in your podcast, but thought that might skunk the deal for us having him in a flick. Yeah. Oh, well. Guess the next Levitt movie will have to be Scarp Free. Damn it. Who was the... Uh, wait, so Glenn Scarpelli was on One Day at a Time? One Day at a Time. Yes. Um, okay. Glenn Scarpelli. Who was the girl on Archie's Place? Daniel Brisbois. Now, does our friend who gave the finger have something to do with her, too? Somehow I recall like some story with her as well. <sighs> yes, is she, is she I think Annie? he did. She was Annie. She was an Annie, yes. In a man's body? She wasn't an Annie in a man's body. She was, she, yes, yes. And, you know, I, I don't know if he went out with her, but he also went out with Martha Plimpton. <laughs> He was Martha Plimpton's boyfriend for a while. He they, got around back there in the Upper West Side. They, uh, the Plimptons, eh? George, George Plimpton? Yes. Gotcha. Look at Glenn Scarpelli now. Look at Glenn Scarpelli now. I gotta tell He's you. He's really living it up. He's That's a, a good looking guy. Are you kidding me? Can you see? Hey, he looks like, uh, looks like a hunter. Hunter. Oh, the, the bass player? Yes, that is one thing that he does. Okay, well, that's the only thing I knew him for. Well, well what were go. the many other things no, he did? No, I don't know. Yeah, oh, he's okay. the bass player. Hunter. Glenn Scarpelli and his very large hand. Yes, he's got Bryce Dallas Howard hands. Um, he was born July 6, 1966, so he is what I like to call our age. Scarpelli. He was in uh, One Day at a Time. And then a bunch of other things that uh, weren't nearly good. Oh, he was in One Trick Pony. Isn't that the uh, Paul that Simon is. movie? You know who else was in uh, One Trick Pony? Paul Simon. Steve motherfucking Gad. Steve <clears throat> Gad, One Trick Pony. There who you else go. Is in it? Who? Richard T. Richard? The piano player. Not T. Mr. T, but Richard T. Okay. Paul Simon was hip enough to give Steve Gad talking lines. All right? Now that's cool. All right, well, there you go. I guess, th That movie is terrible, though. I, I believe we watched it, and it, it was terrible. Why did we watch it? Because uh, Buzzy is in one scene clapping in the audience. Okay. Well, there you go. I did the Buzzy Linhart documentary available well, on Buzzy's our Buzzy's in, like, how many channel movies? Channel on YouTube? Sorry, what? Nothing. Go ahead. Just saying, he's in, he's in, like, a couple movies where he's in, like, a half a minute or a half a second scene. Like, yeah, like that 40... What is it, 40... That he, uh, what is uh, it called again, again, though? From Boston to from Berkeley, from Boston to Berkeley, the 40 brick blues or something, 40 pound brick blues. He's yeah, in he's that in one. that, but he's also, he's also 
He might have been cut out from the movie, but he is in the trailer of Modern Problems oh, with Chevy right. Chase. He's mopping the floor in the in the control room when, uh, when they're all freaking out. Yes, in the very beginning. In the tower control room. He's and, mopping the floor. <laughs> and he's also in the, the most famous thing was the... Oh, Groove Tube? Groove Tube. Yeah. Well, that he has a legitimate scene. That's... Yeah. I mean, he's got to have a SAG, right? Mm-hmm. Also uh, acted with uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Was that acting, though? Uh, well, he performed. He was a musical director and uh, entertainer. Yeah. Side, I think he was. In a, I think he was probably in a, in a skitter too. Yeah, Bill Cosby though. Uh, it was called the Cause. The Cause. That shit never sees the light of day ever. You can't find it anywhere. I tried when I did the documentary about Buzzy. I was just dying to find footage of Buzzy. Uh, you know, that would have been. He was almost footage. like Forrest Gump, where he's like, you know, he he influenced so many people, and at one point, you know, that the song by. Um, Colin, uh, Colin Young. Come on, people now, smile on each other. Oh, Jesse Colin Young. Jesse Colin Young. Young Bloods. The Young Bloods. That, that guy, his version of the song is ridiculously famous. And it's, it's because Buzzy taught it to him. So there's a lot of like those moments where, yeah. uh, you know, brushes with greatness. And there was a lot of like interesting stuff to be had. You know, Bette Midler Vibes singing on Hendrix album. Bette Midler singing Friends with Barry Manilow at those uh, Continental Bath at the bathhouses. You know, that's his song with Moogie Klingman. So there's like all these like famous people around him. They want nothing to do with him anymore. So it was difficult. Uh, you know, I tried to track down Bette Midler several times. Even even found out where she was taping and FedExed a, a letter pleading with her. Nothing. Bill Cosby. Nope. But I guess he was in the middle of raping. This was around. This was in two thousand three or whatever. So I don't. You know, he said no. Um, I'm trying to think. I I think Jay Leno. Something about Jay Leno as well. Like I forget what. He and knew Stern. Jay Leno. He know. He knew Robin Williams. He knew everybody. Yeah, but they just nobody. Anyway. He was a genius in the 70s, and then he became a maniac, and everyone just gave up on him. Yeah. I mean, I did get Jack Douglas from Aerosmith fame and uh, Eddie Kramer from Everybody fame to sit down and talk with me. So I was I was very lucky for that, and you, you interviewed Jesse Colin Young, um, which was... Uh, thank you for that. But uh, anyway, yeah, we were looking for footage. So that's how we know these weird movies, like One Trick Pony and... And from Boston to Berkeley, because Buzzy was in them, <laughs> we had to buy them and look at the, you know, buy. And this was before you could, uh, all this shit was on YouTube. I had to go on eBay and search these VHS tapes out, and to see if it was, you know, something worth using. And for the, for the Boston to Berkeley movie, he's singing somebody else's song. Like a Barry Gordy song or something. So there was no way I was going to be able to afford to use that in the documentary. Mm. That's cool footage, though. You got what it takes. He breaks his string. Yeah, yeah. He breaks his string in the scene. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, we, we went on a tangent. Anyway, Glenn Scarpelli uh, has been in nothing other than One Day at a Time as far as popular things he's been in other things 
He's been on the love boat a few times. And one uh, one appearance on MacGyver, an after-school special. Uh-oh. Scarpily. Is it one where somebody had AIDS or something? No, it's a time travel one. Mm-hmm. Teen travels to the future to see his future self and is stunned to see how alcohol has shaped his life. Excellent. I would like to see that. You would? I bet it's better than Jurassic World by a hundred <laughs> times. It might be. It might be. You really didn't like Jurassic World, did you? Mm. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Yeah, I'd give it like a five. I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a well-made movie. It's just a well-made shitty movie. And you know what? I'll give it a four. And oh, I didn't okay. like the music either. I thought the music was a big fucking cliche as well. Honestly, well, if you don't have John Williams doing your shit, you're, you're fucked. Fuck John Williams at this point. But it wasn't him. It was. He had the... He has the theme, but he didn't... He, they oh. used that song, but they... Oh, okay. He had had somebody else doing the movie. They don't want to pay John Williams every time. Yeah, fucking get Jimmy Page to do that shit. God mm. damn it. You heard Death Wish 2? Okay. Enough said. <laughs> Boom? Fucking... Boom? I like Death Wish 2 for the soundtrack. I like Death Wish 1 for the soundtrack. And Jeff Goldblum. I kill rich cunts. Goddamn rich cunts. I love Rich Kunstler. He was a friend of mine. Okay, I didn't realize that. No, I don't know any Rich Kunstler. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually knew that you didn't know anyone named Rich God Kunstler. Goddamn Rich Kunstler! I've heard all the stories at this point, so I that, that would be a real total new one. Um, so you give it a 5. Uh, IMDB is giving it a 6.4 out of 10. Who the hell's DB? Why the hell were you listening to him? I am DB Cooper. I am DB, all right. Cooper. I am DB Cooper. I am damn boring. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I am Dan Brown. That should be his website. I am Dan. Maybe it is. So, Chris Pratt, I'd say we like always. Yeah. Toby Jones, we always like. Yeah. He's a good cast, except for a couple of people. Yeah. I didn't like the uh, I didn't like the nasty woman. She can go fuck herself. Daniela Pineda. Yeah, she needs to be knocked down like a pineda. That's a pinata. Yeah, it is. She is a Mexican American actress, writer, and comedian Daniela from Oakland. Pineda. 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 Maybe it's not pineda. Pineda. Okay. Shh. Who, who played voice. Franklin? Franklin was played by Justice Smith. Well, that's a uh, noble first name. It is. Uh, he was on The Get Down. I, I want to see a movie with Justice Smith and Judge Reinhold. Justice and Judge? And then, uh, is there a guy named Jerry? We can have him doing something. I don't know if there's a man. There's probably somebody who's named Jory out there. I know there's a Drury. That's not the same. That's definitely not the same. But we could get Mike Judge involved, too, because then it could be Judge Reinhold, this fucking... Justice truth, Smith. Justice guy, whatever the fuck his name oh, is. All right. What's he been in? He has been in 
Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. What's this Benetton looking motherfucker been in? He's been in the Get Down. He's Get Down. Isn't that that thing that we liked? I didn't like it. You liked I it. I liked it. We didn't watch it much. Was that the Bronx one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's where I recognize him from. There you Maybe. go. Maybe it is. Uh, some stuff I've never heard of. Trigger Finger, Misguidance, The Thundermans, Paper Towns, Every Day. And then he's got three that are in uh, Coming Down the Pike. All right. He's got a good agent. Yeah, but I mean, he really hasn't been in in much, so, you know, I'm sure there are people who've been working their asses off for many years. He looks like a black, uh, what's his name from the entourage? Uh, Adrian, uh, what is it? Grenadale? What's his name? <laughs> Adrian Grenadale? Gren- well, I don't know what it's like, Grenardi or Gren- something. Grenoble? Or he Grenoble. fell out of fashion real quick. Yeah, Why don't, maybe something happened. I don't know. So don't know. you didn't like him, and you didn't like Daniela Pineda. No. All right. Well. I didn't like the whole colors of Benetton vibe I was getting from the whole fucking cast. You thought they were trying to force that on us. Yep. Well, I, I guess you they, they were. They figured. Yeah. Why couldn't the bad guy have been black? That'll never happen. No. Oh, we're still paying for the seventies. Well, there you go. She's been in a lot more than he's been in. She's um, yes. Yeah, yeah. They just these movies. They just try and shove this shit down your throat subliminally. I gotta be honest though. Like she to me didn't. <clears throat> she. She looked to me a lot like Shannon Doherty. Like they were trying to make her look like Shannon Doherty or something. That might be true. I thought I recognized her when I first saw her. Yeah, I don't think you did. <clears throat> I, don't think I did either. She um. Unless you've, I don't think you've seen these any of these movies. Who was the, uh, who played the Middle Eastern guy with black hair who looked a lot like uh, a Wahlberg? It was a him. Nope. Wow, look at that guy. Yeah, I mean. What's his last name? Targ. See. He's Brazilian. Uh, He looks intense. He he does. Uh, Texan auction bidder, auction guests. It's they're not Clem okay. so point moot. Yeah, Clem so Clem so. Oh, ah, pee pee in your. Oh, we invest in your uh, movie. Uh, you put Clem so in this scene. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it could be something like that. When they want to make movies uh, over there. They make them put in a Chinese action star with them. Yeah, why wouldn't they? It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's it's insane. Anyway, the director I I didn't I, I did not ever hear of him. I don't know if he directed the last one. He's just not a name I knew at all. J A what? J.A. Bayona. From the town of Bayona. Honestly? Bayona. What is that? Spanish? Dude, seriously? Like, mm-hmm. he, his resume is not something where I would say, okay, yeah, this guy should... 
should direct the next Jurassic Park. It's a little crazy. So wait, did Spielberg direct the first one? Was the he a very first or a producer? One. He was an executive producer, but. Spielberg used to do this thing where I can I guess you can't direct two movies at once. Oh, so he would attach his name to it or? as a as a producer uh-huh. and then just give somebody else the credit. Mm. Um, I think he did that with Poltergeist, like the guy who directed it. I this is let me before I even say it. Oh, isn't that what happens like with uh, Back to the Future or something like him and Landis or something? Maybe they did do that with Back to the Future too. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I know that it's it's shady because they're just, all friends, though, right? Or they were? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about Landis, but I know it was uh, Coppola, Spielberg, um, Scorsese, and Star Wars guy Lucas. They were all friends. That's that's a movie. Should be a movie. Maybe it is a movie. I don't know. You know, it should be a movie. What? Uh, John F. Kennedy's father, mm-hmm. Joe Kennedy, and John F. Kennedy's sister, older sister, Rose, Rosemary, Rosemary, who was a vibrant young retard. Oh God! Before, uh, who was a, a vibrant young lesbian retard, who they, for fear of ruining the family image, gave a lobotomy in her early twenties. Spent the rest of her life in institutions mumbling and staring at the walls. Okay? Now, that's, that's acceptable behavior from the family of what's supposed to be the greatest president of our country? No, he's not the greatest, but that's disgusting. And uh, the reason they did this to her was because she was a lesbian and she was too stupid to keep her mouth shut. About being a lesbian? I'm guaranteeing you this. That's what was going to happen. She was going to ruin the image of the family because she was a lesbian and she was so ditzy or whatever that she would have affairs with women and just talk about it like it was the greatest thing. Look at her letters before she became lobotomized. She's she, There's one point she compliments... Uh, what's her name? Dietrich... Marlena Dietrich? Her daughter. They're hanging out together. And she's like, Marlena's daughter was here, and she is very attractive. And uh, it's just all this shit. And then other letters to her caretakers where she signs them, your sweetheart loves and kisses, your, you know, all this stuff that's inappropriate. Joe Kennedy, being a psychopath that he was, thought that this was the answer. Insane. Insane. Dude, that, I, but what that, about the doctor? The doctor has an obligation to not do something like this. Lobotomies were legal, and the doctor, but they were the doctor first... was obligated to warn the, the parents of the potential risks, which he did, and they did it, and it turned into a complete vegetable. And uh, she was completely uh, not a vegetable before this. Just because you're a dumb lesbian doesn't mean you should be a, a vegetable. That's that's the fucking left for you. Fucking sad, and that, dude. That's 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 what that's the reasoning of someone on that side. So fuck you. That's heartbreaking. I did not know this story. It's moronic. Where, when did you hear about it? I Why? heard about it yesterday. Well, on who told I you? I don't know. I go down the rabbit hole, and before you know it, I'm reading about this stuff. I I did not know that she was uh, insane, vibrant, and just 
That's I'm not saying she was a, a great person or that she was going to, you know, go on to be, you know, no. a mathematician. That, that doesn't matter. That does not matter. She was going to go on to have indiscriminate affairs with women and uh, talk about it and ruin the Kennedy legacy. Jesus Christ. No one's talking about that, but that's what happened. I could see that in two seconds when I read about it. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. So it's all hypocrisy. And then, and what, remo- what reminds me of it, you got someone like Owen Benjamin who's talking about how on his podcast the other day, if he had a Down syndrome kid, he would embrace it entirely. And he would, he would treat it as if it was the most important thing. And he said, well, it might not grow up to be the most contributing member of society, but it's still going to have a role and we're still going to love it and take, you know, treat it like it's our, our family. Yep. As opposed to Joe Kennedy, who has a completely functioning kid who's just fucked up. Whatever. You're Joe Kennedy. You have what enough do you mean money fucked to up? hire you're in a, you can hire nannies for the rest of her life. You don't have to lobotomize a kid. How is she fucked up? Just because she, she was She was slow. She wasn't intelligent. Maybe to a, a, maybe she was on the verge of retarded. But apparently she was okay enough to get on an airplane and uh and brag about it and she was okay enough to have some sort of weird uh, sexual attraction to women. Well, I wouldn't say lesbianism is weird. But I would I would say Whatever. that. So she was maybe uh, not the the brightest person, but she was clearly functional. She's getting on planes. She's she's obviously having. She uh, was functional, absolutely functional. She's uh, writing letters. She's. Uh, she was probably a hundred times more functional than Phoebe Snow's kid. Oh, well, that was. You know what I mean? I mean, sad. like in that, she was and, not functional. Yeah, I'm just saying, but she didn't choose to give her a lobotomy. She chose to live with the girl and, and dedicated her life to her. Yep, she did. So the Kennedys are full of shit, and anyone who believes that they were a great legacy needs to look into what what's real. Well, you know, I voted for Dukakis. Good. I realized 25 years ago. I voted for Dukakis, and it took me 25 years, to reali- rather, to realize what an idiot I was. So fuck you. Fuck you, Kennedy. Fuck yep. you, Clinton. Because they're all part of the same bullshit. Yep. They really are. They all are. I mean, Obama, okay. Maybe he didn't have an affair while he was in the White House. Well, good for him. That's good. That's one thing he did. That's one thing that he can claim. All right. I mean, that's good. He's clearly a better family man than, than Trump or, or any president that we've probably had. That's I don't know fine. that to be true. I don't know. There's nothing's coming out. Nothing's come out. So I don't think anything will ever come out about him, actually. So I, I, I don't get the feeling like he's lecherous, but he might have been. I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't, don't care either. I don't care saying. if he's lecherous he or not. He just seemed like a cool guy who was an asshole. Lecherous uh, is... Whatever men are men, and they are what they are. And if 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 somebody wants to have sex outside of their marriage, I'm I'm not going to. I don't care. It doesn't affect me in any way. Yeah, I didn't care when person, Clinton did it. There's got to be a person who can be president who doesn't have that on their mind. Well, it, Trump did it before he was president. Yeah. So then presidents should be over 65, every single one of them. Yeah. Why would you have some sort of guy with a loaded fucking pistol in his pocket being president? I just want to finish my statement there. I didn't care when Clinton did it with a consulting pers- uh, uh, consulting adult. Okay. 
but but the the uh the Anita Broderick stuff is disgusting. Jennifer Flowers. Jennifer Flowers was his girlfriend. Not Jennifer according Flowers. to Hillary. Hillary is Hillary, you know what? I have one word for Hillary Clinton. Penis. Ketosis. Oh. She could go with the keto diet. Uh she could go with the Frito diet for all I care. Anyway, so uh, Anita Broderick and uh, Paula Jones. Paula Jones. I mean, Paula Jones got paid $800,000. You don't pay out $800,000 in the 90s unless there was, uh, you know, something there. There was, it was not a nothing burger. Um, and Anita Broderick uh, has a book out. Why don't you put some ice on that? Because that's what he said to her as he left her crying and bleeding in a hotel room in Arkansas. Anyway, uh, this really took a turn. Um, my my final uh, word for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is I would I would give it <sighs> I would I would give it a four and a half really. The story is choppy. There's some shit that was taken out. The uh, the nasty woman, the the uh, dinosaur backlit like President Trump during the GOP convention. Uh, the dinosaurs as immigrants. It's all. It's just. It's just too much. It's too much. I, whatever. Well, I love Chris Pratt. I will continue to support Chris Pratt. And, of course, uh, we like Jeff Goldblum, even though we probably don't agree with him politically. Uh, Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum's a genius. And I, did, I, just, I just said I love him, even though we don't agree with him politically. You know what I don't agree with Jeff Goldblum about? Yes. His piano playing. Oh, he's, he's not, not very good? not very good. Oh. He's kind of faking the funk. Oh, is he? Well, That's maybe okay. he's so so much of a genius we don't understand him. Mm. No. Okay. Maybe. All right. Uh, shout out. Thanks again, Mark, for thinking of us when your uh, wife, whose name I will take out of this podcast uh, or beep out, reached out to Glenn Scarpelli. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you looking out for us, man. The tunnels. All right. Not sure what the next episode will be about, but it will be episode 20. How many episodes do we have in a, a first season? There's no seasons anymore. <clears throat> it's just an ongoing thing. Oh, well, this has always been season one, episode, whatever. That's what I've been oh, doing. Well, then we have... Uh, tomorrow is our last episode. There's no episode tomorrow. Exactly. All right. Anywho, uh, we will see you next week, America. Be kind. Take care.